Shut up and sit down. Hello, welcome along, Muscle in the Hustle podcast. Tony is in stuck in Dubai. He's not here. He's got his laptop stolen, supposedly. First man in the history of the world to ever get a MacBook stolen in Dubai. So statistically, he's going down as a as a as a hero to everybody out there. Um, but set out the bad signal. We've got somebody in as a guest. We've got Shawnee Murphy, aka Mister We Are Move. I'm sure everybody's seen the seen the clothing line, seen the branding about probably one of the biggest success stories coming out of the last few years, definitely in, in uh, the Irish clothing scene. I love the stuff. Tony loves the stuff. Everybody loves the stuff. Shawnee, how's it going? How's it going, Mikey? How's things? Getting you up out of your bed on a Sunday morning, bright and early. Writing <laughs> out the script here. Aye, right. Five hours. Writing out the script. Aye. Well, we, me and Tony, actually, we used to, see when we first started the podcast, we used to write notes that would follow, like, talking points, and we never went to them. We got about the second. We got the second or third one down, and then we just would go down and rabbit hole about something totally different. And then Tony's dinner would be ready, and we'd have to go because <laughs> he eats fucking how much the animal. But uh, anybody that doesn't know or they're not sure of, well, I'm sure everybody knows we are move. Uh, give them a wee bit of a background. Um, hi. So basically, um. Last year, obviously through lockdown, um, I had owned the gym just um, back just outside our house um, in Gyalby, just outside of Gyalby. And obviously when, when COVID hit, um, gyms were shut down for a good period of time. None of us really knew, our gym owners and PTs and coaches never really knew when we could open up again. So um, literally, I don't know, I, I, I kind of came to the crossroads. A, a new PT and coaching it's probably not going to be sustainable for your whole life because, um, like I listen to podcasts, I listen to I read a lot of books and things, and you know who's want to, who's going to want to be coached by a PT who's fifty years old. So I knew in yeah. that line, I'm not going to be PTing maybe over the age of, of thirty to forty. You could be a good online coach, but I, I like actually the interaction and being in the gym and stuff. But um, I kind of knew that I needed another um, wee project on the side to. to Complement the job that I was doing. Um, then during lockdown, when this when this kicked in, obviously a lot of people had a lot of time to think. We weren't really doing much. We were in the house on our own um, with family. So um, I was big into fashion. Always have been and big into fashion um, and just things like that. Yeah. Literally, um, that clothing line was always in my head. I was always thinking of taking it out just even for my members in the gym and stuff. Yeah. And then um, I had I had an idea in my head. Um, for doing this, and I remember the I was I'm, I'm big enough in the basketball too. Yeah. I've uh, watched a lot of it over the past since growing up, and over, definitely over the past few years. And I remember watching a game, um, or a, it was on actually a YouTube, it was a YouTube documentary, and I mind watching. Um, it was actually the Boston Celtics, and I mind looking at their their kit from years ago. It was way back years ago. I had to play the Bulls. I mind looking at one of the tops. I was like, that is deadly. Like, there's no tops out there yeah. in that lane. Like, um, nobody creates them sort of stuff anymore. It's all kind of generic, yeah. you know, them sort of items. But I remember thinking, I would love to design something like that, even if I didn't take it out, just to see what it would be like and how I could throw my hand at it. So um, I got in touch with just a few people and, and tried to throw something together, and I got something made, and I just thought, you know what, that's not bad. 
was actually not bad. Uh, um, I, I remember sitting in the house one day, I think it was like a, a Tuesday evening, and I thought, I was like, am I going to go for this? Like, what am I going to do? Would I bring it out? Um, and I'd be always really self-conscious myself. Like, I would have no confidence in, in doing stuff like that. Yeah. I'd always try and keep myself to myself. Um, no, you're not, you're a, there's two types of PTs normally in the world. There's the one that wants to scream and shout about how they're I, fucking game changers. And then there's ones that go about <laughs> their business and they're just, they love the gym. The gym's their place and they love to help people. So you're probably, I, then you're probably in the latter of, you know, you go about your business quietly, you get your client's results. You don't scream and yeah. shout that much, but now you're taking out a clover line and, if you know you have to you have to put yourself you have out to, exactly i and like you know i i have absolutely nothing against people who go on and, and talking to cameras like i would love to have the ability to do it i, yeah. just, I can't do it i can't do it um it's not like i can't i just i don't feel like that's really me like and i think yeah. a lot of people get caught out when get caught out when they go on their camera like or go on and talking their stories that yeah you just you know, you know by watching me just think i don't know if that's you like i think you're actually trying yeah yeah to do this more than wanting to do it um and like, for, as I said, fair juice to people to do it because it is really, really difficult and you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you, you need to know what you're on about. Otherwise, people out there, they're not stupid these days like to know if you're going to be, if yeah. you're going to get called out. Yeah. Um, so basically then, <clears throat> cut a long story short, I was like, right, I'm going to go for this. Um, and I was like, right, when am I going to take it out? And I was like, right, I'll take it out over summer. I'll, I'll work on it for a few months and take it out over summer. And then... I remember reading that the Michael Jordan documentary was pulled forward because of the virus. The Michael Jordan documentary wasn't meant to come out. Um, the last dance wasn't meant to come out this summer, but it was pulled forward because yeah. of the, the virus. And people had nothing to do. So I think Netflix pulled it forward for an early release. I was like, right, if I could get this, if I could get this hit for like the last few weeks of the last dance coming out, this could work well. Yeah. Um, so I've done a lot of work in them, in them, I'd say, about six weeks to two months before. And that really finished up. Yeah, and I didn't always plan to do the basketball gear. Like I just, I thought that was class range. Like, and I think, yeah, you know, what? I love that whole retro American style. Yeah, so it was like, great. That's gonna be the starting point. I can build on that. And then, you know what, Maggie? I just I took one out and I mind showing it to the. Boys. What was your first one? It was the Kobe Bryant one, the twenty-four. It was like yeah. a yellow Kobe Bryant one. I like. You know what? I'll actually just clear this up for anybody listening and see what people don't think. Or they might think, you know, geez, he just took her out because Kobe Bryant died or whatever. That was never the case. Yeah. Um, I just love them colours. That was a completely different colour scheme than black and white and stuff. And I just love that yeah. uh, quirkiness to it. And that was just yeah. the guy. That, it that make, just works. It makes sense when you think of the whole range in total. When I look at the, the Vice City, so the Miami, uh, the grey and red, the Bulls one. You know, when mm-hmm. you look at it in the whole thing, you're you're paying homage to different players, and Kobe is one of the players you have to pay homage to. Like he could, there's no yeah. way around it. You know, you have your Jordans, you have your Dwayne Wade's. You know, you have to pay homage to Kobe. It's it's just like um, down the line, people even though hate him or love him, they'll have to pay homage to LeBron. You no, know, yeah. you have mm-hmm. to you have to do it. It's it's uh, my favorite. I love the I love the vice that I want. I think yeah. it's fucking. I the color. There's nothing like it. There is definitely nothing like it that I've seen, and it's it's definitely up there with. I just like nobody's do, like everybody's does stuff. They do retro stuff, but they never do it in a way where it you look at it and go, "That is fucking smart." You no, know, that is you know, as you said, people love retro retro Gaelic jerseys. They love retro basketball. They love retro soccer tops. But there's no mm-hmm. there's no real fashion retro that that. 
brings both together. Yeah. And that's it. Like, like um, there's a lot of companies out there now who do like teamware and like I didn't know I didn't really want to go down that route and I thought about it maybe I could go down that route, but I probably never will. Like I don't like there's a lot of companies out there who, yeah. who cover that and I'm not I'm not gonna delve into that. Like I'm not gonna start making uh, things for local soccer teams or whatever. Like it's it's just not what I want to do. Um and I just thought, right, if I can do this and market well, I can really grow. And honestly, well, Mike, you see when I talk it out at the start and I published it on See, it was a wee bit it was a wee bit strange because I still had the gym um Instagram page and I was like, right, if I take this out, people are gonna be like, right, does he own a gym? Does he try to be clothing? What does he want to do? Like this is completely yeah. in the middle. So I had to kinda put the gym to the side for a while and just focus on the clothing because well, obviously no there was no gym. And then I took it out and I swear to God, like I see since the day that I took that out, everything changed. Like I and I, I like I still think I'm very, very lucky. Yeah. To, to see how fast it grew um, in a year that was completely up the left like 2020 was a write-off for a lot of people and like for me to dwell on it yes it's been successful for me but it's, it's also been very lucky like it was a huge break that came out of the blue for me like I I, I always think to myself like I'm never the sort of person who that would fall under like I would never like, them sort of things would never happen to me like you know yeah. you always look at success stories and you always think Jesus I got class I mustn't be in that position uh. Never once did I think that I now just sitting in the, even in the office and I'm sitting now that I would think like that would have grew from that jumper. But honestly, God, see, since I took that out, it was just mad. It was just yeah. crazy. I don't know why. I honestly, I, like, I can't put a finger on why well, I was different than anybody else. It's was... it's effort. It's time. And no, you even said yourself you you could have rushed it out, but you took time and and developed. And then the only thing that maybe in hindsight could have been a good thing was the last dance. You know, it influenced mm-hmm. you to get that, you know, everybody was talking, even basketball fans, even people that weren't basketball fans were talking about Jordan. They were talking about basketball again. Because basketball was kind of one of the one of the sports maybe in Ireland in general that's probably fell by the wayside because it doesn't get the same exposure as American football gets. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. get the, yeah. it, does, does, it just doesn't get like a whole Sunday evening on Sky's taken over by American football. You yeah. know, or they have the, they can't accept for if you go past LeBron. For a while there, there was no big names that were doing like there was no Aye. there was no fucking like Beckham Junior and boys like that that mm-hmm. that crossed over. Um, same as like McGregor's like brought so much hype onto the UFC. But people will know who Conor McGregor is. I've never watched the UFC fight, but it's mm-hmm. the cross it's the crossover appeal. And then Jordan, even though Jordan's the shoes, Jordan people that don't know basketball are like. All that there's like number one trending on Netflix for fucking two months, but yeah. I think like you could look at it in a couple of ways and go, oh, I was I'm lucky, it was luck, but you like, you have to have the the fortitude to go for it. You know, you have the insight to go for it. You know, you pick the designs. You know, do you think if you would have picked a, a different design to start off with, would have made a difference? No, definitely not. I think that's that's probably the only thing that I would ever give myself credit for is. I thought outside the box. Like if you yeah. do something like that there, I were to come out with like a closing line. People kind of play it safe because oh. we have to be uh, not different or such. Like I'm not saying I'm different than anybody else, but that's kind of risk that I took straight off the cuff that gave you... that platform to build on. Yeah. Um, and it was different really than than anything that I had seen. And um, the only reason why I had done it is because 
I just love it. I love that quirkiness. I love that retro style. I actually just like fashion in, in general. Yeah. Um, I just brought sport on it together, really, for that icon range. And then I knew right I was never going to like just do icon ranges again and again and again. Yeah. So I thought maybe that was a good builder to do. And then I'm not, I just built on it. And it's, it's been really... Yeah, it's just been a good journey. It's been a good journey so far for me. Now. It definitely, it's has. definitely uh, like it's, I wear your jumpers fucking all the time. Like, and I have people, everyone. Like, I, I, I'm not even bullshitting you here. I started a new job in Armagh three weeks ago, and every single day I wear one of your jumpers in Armagh. Somebody asked me what jumper is that because it's all. It always seems to be either the Vice City. It's always a bright one. It's always a bright one. And then the first time I wore the red one in Sligo. A girl in the because you know it was table service in the bars, yes. and she goes, "Oh, I really like your jumper." I swear, to, it's just one of those things where they're so smartly, like even where the branding is on it, it's different. You know, it's not yeah. the normal. And then it's a thick jumper, like it's a fucking. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're not, you're not needing to wear t-shirts underneath them. The quality yeah. there, and that was one of the things that struck home to me as well. Was I've got. I've got like there's a few local brands about it. When they send send you stuff or you get stuff, you're like, oh, it's it's really it's cheaply made. Not being cheeky, but it, it they, they normally always get their stuff from a certain supplier. You know, mm-hmm. we we have done it when we have put out stuff before. Uh, but when I got your jumper for the first time, I, I the thickness of it was like Jesus. You know, this is you can tell the quality of it. Like you can tell that you take pride in it, and you're not like let's turn out a thousand of these here. Where can I get? Uh, where can I get this with the cheapest thousand? You know, because uh, we we went through it for merchandise for clubs over the years. Mm-hmm. Can, like people would be shocked about how cheap you can you can buy a fucking hoodie for, like a plain hoodie. Yeah. Like people people would be very shocked. And even then, like this, like we would have went, no, we can't fucking churn out that hoodie. Like we're not spending uh, two pound twelve p on a hoodie. But the qual the quality of your stuff, I I always. And even now, like the quality's unbelievable, and the like the bag as well. I make some use out of the bag. I like it's. I think as you said, like you, you can't. I didn't want to compromise. Like it was never like I've never thought about this ever since I started up about like right. This is going to be a money making scheme, and of course, like the quick extra money get me money in as soon as possible. I've never thought, and even now, I don't think about it that way. Like I don't. It's not a. It's not about money for me. Like it's not. I don't look at this as I say just. Like, right, get me to the top very very quick yeah. and let me stay there it's more I, I love the process of it I love how every week it's just we're building that we small block foot and that's what I enjoy like as I said you, you could like what you just mentioned about the hoodie you could get uh, cheaper alternatives out there but as I said to you earlier on people aren't stupid these days like and no. people do appre- appreciate when you put a bit of time and effort into it and I think it's worth doing that and even if it does make you far less more Money on profit, or like say, like I sorry, as I said, profit wise. Like if you are prepared to sacrifice that to make a better product, why why not do that? Like people, I think too, like to see star or money saying sorry. Yeah. Like as, as soon as they see a product, like and they'll just go for it. Whereas you can't, you need to forget that and just say right, step it back to basics, make a good product, and then build on that. Yeah. And well, question okay, one is, would you wear it? Would you wear it yourself? No. Aye. If you're into fashion, you know, you ask yourself the question: Now, what am I proud to wear this? What I wear? It? If the answer is no, you shouldn't really. 
No, I get it with music all the time. Am I, would I play this song myself? Mm-hmm. And if I, if my answer is no, then how do I expect other people to play it? And I was, yeah. I was taught that years ago by my old manager. And he was like, because he, I won a massive gig in London. And he goes, you going to play your new track? And I was like, nah, I'm a fuck playing that. No way, man. And he was like, well, if you don't fucking play it, why, why would you expect somebody else to play it? And I I mean, I was shitting myself putting it on. Because I hadn't played it out. And it was probably, the at that stage, it was the biggest gig of my career. It was like 17, 1800 people in Ministry of Sound in London. And I was shitting myself. And he took me to the site afterwards and was like, well, how do you expect other people to support you and you won't support your own songs? And yeah. I was like, fuck, well, you're right enough. Like, it's it's true in hindsight, but it's, as you said yourself, it's daunting. It's daunting putting yourself out yeah. there. It's daunting. You know, it's it's hard being a brand all the time. You know, yeah. it's... But as you said, like, if you... I mean, there's a fine line. Like, I always think of this too. Like, as you said, even about your music playing your own tunes, you don't want to come across as if like, you're narcissistic or whatever. Like, you uh, want yeah, to yeah, like, yeah. push your own self. Like, and it's very hard to push your own brand without coming across as being in your face. And it's, as you said about your song... You probably needed to do it, but there's party that didn't want to do it because you probably wanted to yeah. protect your own pride or you wanted to be, you know, I, I completely understand where you're coming from and that's something that I probably am still yeah, well, dealing with now. Like. I think I think people, as you know, people are smart to the fact that someone who's honest and genuine and goes about their business and, and lives and dies by their brand is everybody's going to love that. It's you're like I can even tell by talking to you now. You're not a salesman. No, you're not. No. You're not selling people jumpers. You're you're putting your product out there, and if people buy it, they buy it. It's different if you're a salesman coming on all the time and going, "Guys, I have one jumper left," and you might have two. You might have two hundred. I've one jumper left. It's only a medium. Hit me up if you want to get on the waiting list. Get on the waiting list. I'll hit you up. Or boys, like you'd see PTs do it all the time. I have three places left. Mm-hmm. One guy and two girls. But I need the best of the best. I need someone who's fully committed. And then two, an hour later, they put up, okay, I have one spot left for a guy. That spot could be 50 spots. And people yeah. now are, like, are starting to realize this, going, why is he always only one spot left? <laughs> that guy, like one spot, that never ended one spot left. And I'm, they're like, is this a, it's like, we do it, ticket sales, 50% tickets sold out. Mm-hmm. I was sitting fucking years ago, we were running an event in Dublin. We were sitting, no, this is no joke. We were sitting at minus 42,000 euro for an event 10 days out from the event. Like 42,000 in debt. We were fucking 10 <laughs> days out. And I, and the tickets were selling. We had like fucking, we had 400 tickets sold. We need to sell 2,500. And I put up a, I said to the guy, Michael, who was doing it with me, it was Steve Aoki we had in Dublin. And I said, Michael, here's what we're going to do, right? The tickets are 20 euro at the moment. I'm selling out them tickets and we're going to release more tickets on Sunday at 27 euro. No, fuck no, don't do that, don't do that. And I was like, Mega, we have to do something ridiculous because at the moment we're both end up in the Liffey here. No, we're fucked here. <laughs> and then we did it and we re- we fucking sold it out next two, day, day and a half, day and a half, day and a half. People were going fucking nuts. Where's the tickets? Oh, mm-hmm. I was leaving it last minute. I was leaving last minute to get the tickets because we never buy them because we know it wasn't going to sell out we were never going to buy them on time and I was like well the more there's we're, we're allocating a hundred, the last 100 tickets the final 100 going out on Sunday it's 27 euro you're going to have to get it 
and we we weren't going to open the big VIP pods. They have these VIP rooms upstairs. Mm-hmm. They're really expensive. Um, but we'll open them too, and then open them on Sunday. And no joke, within I'd say within twelve hours, we sold a thousand tickets. Jesus. And then the next few days was quiet enough now, and then mm-hmm. on the Thursday, we we put up like down to the last fucking whatever VIP tickets and then when people went on mm-hmm. and seen that there was tickets kind of left they started buying them again and sold out thank fuck but you'd shout about you shout about anxiety like i mean i never slept oh. a wink in 10 days and even then you know what the worst of it was even then after we paid for the fuckers flights rooms champagne cakes i think mm-hmm. we made this is no joke i think we made like fucking 700 pound each no, I'm not. It mightn't even have been seven hundred pound. It literally was not worth it. And uh, hindsight, uh, again, if you had a been game, if you if someone had a said to you ten days out, like you're going to sell them out, you'd make seven hundred pound. You would have bit their Oh, I, oh, I would have sold it. You don't want that hassle, like I. You don't want hassle. You just don't want. No, that, that was one of the ones where we like got away with the skin of my teeth, and you know, that's the business of it. Though it's yeah. a, a business. There's the the good and the bad, and. You know, that's where when I look at your brand, you know, timing was timing was a big thing, but also you can tell that you're in it. You're not faking it. You know, as you said, a lot of people play it safe. Look at what's working. They go on to like fucking Gymshark or they go on to whatever and they just look at what's working and then they go right acid wash. Has to be acid wash everything, oversize everything at the moment. You know, your 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 hoodie with a high neck. I ne- I never seen them. Like the the only time I ever see them is uh, like the warm up tops for basketball, American football. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't. I don't know any company around here doing them. Not that I've seen. And that's where I think you set yourself differently because it's the varsity thing. It's the American kind of style. The sweatshirt, mm-hmm. sweatshirts are sweatshirts are the, are the thing at the moment. Um, I think anyway. Um, and then you brought out your performance line. Was it? Aye. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was. I think even as you said, like hey, it's see the retro, and I actually found this myself. See, like, like I'm a big Liverpool fan, but see, even now with like Liverpool jerseys and stuff, I would try and go for a retro yeah, yeah, because yeah. it it doesn't go out of date. Like, no. if you buy a new top, a new Liverpool top or United or yeah. whoever you support, and you buy this year's top, very, very rarely people wear it the following season. Like, if they're going to games, like they're, they're going to get the new top again. Whereas if you buy a retro top, just every year. Yeah, like, but it also really, can be fashionable. You can fashion it exactly. It's fashionable, I and yeah. it's, it's. I think it's just different. It's quirky, like and it's more like a like I I, I love retro rays. Like see, even soccer tops are yeah, like different things they got. Like like retro, even NBA basketball tops. Like I I I buy them more than like yeah. the up to date stuff because it's just I don't know. I just love that sort of. I just love that line. Yeah, like, the the throwback era. Yeah, and as you said, the but then sorry, we're talking about the performance line. It, it was. It was something that we kind of needed to say. Sorry, like right, where we're going to go with this move? Like where, where, where's next? And um, because obviously with the gym background, we were like, right, we're obviously going to stay with the gym background. We didn't want to really go down fashion and like really hit fashion hard yeah. because I, to be honest, I love fashion and I would have, I would feel like I'm not badly up to date. Like I'm not, I'm up to date on it. Sorry, I'm not badly off the mark with it, but. You need to have someone like you need. You needed to have a, a fashion designer coming out of college to to push that on. Yeah. Not something like I, I, I couldn't have foreseen back then to do. 
Um, so then we just done the performance one because I was in obviously in the gym, gym yeah. where I owned the gym, and um, then we went with that. And it was more just kind of steady drip, drips and jobs, really sit here and there. Um, and like I was doing this up to myself or on my own up until this is actually a funny story. I was doing this on my own up until about about June. Um, when we were doing when we were doing the deliveries, like I mean, like we were taking orders in huge orders. We'd done a, a pre order at the start and was massive. Like I couldn't have done this on my own. Yeah. And some of the boys were off work because they had no um like there were teachers and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, Great, well, what am I gonna do? So one of the lads Ronan was like, well, why don't you take somebody on to deliver out the tops and you might save a wee bit of money here and there on postage? And I was like, oh, I can watch, you know, I'll actually just pay some of the boys at least a little they'll get a bit of money from it too. So I had about in the gym. We were taking all these clothes and uh, pieces, and we were throwing it in the gym floor, sorting out all the orders. Maybe we were doing it, and we were doing it on a whiteboard, like writing. Right, someone such is going to drive to this area. Someone such is going to drive yeah. down to this area. I was never off. Like it, it was that ridiculous. There was <laughs> the houses were that far apart. People were only really delivering like six and seven tops a day. Like, but it might have took them four hours. Like, and I just thought, this is mad. Like, how could you pay? Uh, so we had to strip it back again. And there was maybe five or six lads going out and doing this for me at the start, and I was paying them, and I was glad at the start, like because I I knew no difference. That's uh, how naive I was back in. And then, um, one of the boys, my best friend, actually Paul, he he came in along with me. Then he was doing teaching, so he came in pretty much three days a week because yeah. he was doing coaching on the side as well. So once he came in, then we kind of had a had a back and look at systems and like how can we improve this and do it like logistically how like what yeah. you're doing here is not sustainable like no. what are you going to do to change it so I slipped it all back and then Paul he was, he was huge for me to come in and then we've done it and we set up loads of systems got an office set in place then um, how do you use it like see all my profits it goes straight back in like I've yeah. never been funded a penny from any even government schemes like anything that we have done has been through sheer profit like I don't take much of a uh, a wage Paul like I pay him wages but I don't really take my own wages I just put it back in yeah so I'm I'm seeing it more as a an investment investment sorry for me now yeah and try to set up as many systems as possible just to keep it um keep it going and hopefully that will set me up now in the next year or two yeah um so I it was just crazy like at the start we were just so stupid to go and you know what the gyms kind of opened up a wee bit at the, and halfway through the year yeah. so I was taking a, a gym class in the morning right I took a gym class in the morning, and as soon as that gym class left, I had to take about 20 boxes, 20 to 30 boxes in, set every single top out, so like Kobe would be in one side of the gym, yeah. uh, the LeBron one would be in the other side of the gym, all in sizes, and I mean, there might have been hundreds of tops, close to a thousand tops, and then I had a gym class at six, at six o'clock that evening again, so I had to take all the tops, put them back in the boxes, Jesus put them Christ. out of the gym, to take the gym class, and then as soon as gym class finished, I couldn't even I couldn't even put them back again because of the gym class next morning again. So I had to wait until the gym class is over the next morning and do the same process. I might have done that. We might have done that for weeks. And it was Jesus. just it was mental. And with no with no one else, with no other Aye. with no You had no space, so there. With no space. And, and that's what I mean. I didn't foresee this coming. Maybe I was, I was thinking maybe right, maybe ten to twenty tops a month. Do all right. Sure, isn't it a bit of money? And then it was just crazy. That's the way it worked out, like and then we had to grow. We had to literally adapt as we grew. Yeah, this is where it led to. And now you're here now. And what's uh? Is there any big plans in the future? Is it just keep building, or are you going to you no know, expand more, or what's uh? 
I think we, we actually we had to expand, and I think I'd say if you know in business, Mickey, when you when you get into it, like you, you need to take risks. Um, yeah, I had to take Paul on. There was a no-brainer. I had to take his nickname is Minty. I had to take Minty on, and he came in and he helped me out because I literally called it on my own, so I had to pay his wages. But now when you're making a wee bit more uh, money, it's not that you don't want to get rid of it. You do, I do, because like, I, I want to create as less hassle as possible. So I was thinking, right, I need to take somebody else home here because it's getting too big for even both of us. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know when to do it. And like that's what I'm saying. I didn't really have a business background. Like w- when is a good time to take somebody on and, and give them X amount of money yeah. know, for their wage? Like, and I just thought, right, just take just take the plunge and do it. Yeah. So uh, an advertise then for a full time worker then and I actually got, got it sorted there last week. Oh um, yeah, I've seen that. I was doing it. Yeah. I, I was doing it. Like is what I mean? This isn't me. Like I was doing like I was on the other side of the, the computer doing interviews, like and I was thinking to myself, Fuck you are a snobby here, Sean. Like uh. why are you why are you <laughs> interviews? Like you're like this time last year you're just owning the gym and now you're doing interviews. Like I literally see now all that stuff I just get wide embarrassed or self-conscious like I just think like, oh my god like, uh, this is what I have to do you know like it's just what this is what this has become and even when I see tops what you said earlier on like when I see tops in public or something I just think oh like there's a move top and people are like oh look there's a move top and I'm like oh, you know but like I would never look at it and think geez that's class I was more I still hasn't really hit me yet and I feel a wee bit this is just me to be honest I just feel yeah, yeah like embarrassed or shy about the whole thing like yeah like, oh, you're like and everybody I meet, like, oh, you're doing really well. And it's the same conversation. Like it's scripted. Ah, uh, you don't want to. You don't want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Or you're just like, yeah, fuck, yeah. It's all right. Yeah, it's fun. Like I'm having a bit of fun. I used to get yeah. it at the start with DJ. Well, still do get it. Where, like, if you're you're out and about, and someone goes like, oh, are you Mickey Quinn? And you're like, mm-hmm. ah, yeah. And they're like, oh, we go to your gigs and all. And you're like, all right, sweet, cheers. And then the fucking, like, if you're out with the boys, the boys are like, oh, we go to your gigs, fucking, And then, like, people would, even there, like, my mum in Asda, she, like, runs or works in the petrol station in Asda. And on Sunday nights when the students were coming back to Belfast, they'd all be in getting fuel in Asda. And they'd be like, oh, we're going to your son's gig tonight in Belfast. And my mum would be like, oh, are you? Because my mom just doesn't get the whole DJ thing. Like she just doesn't yeah. get she like anything. They're like, "Oh, you're going to be for the DJ," and you're like, "Oh, she's like, oh, that'll be nice. <laughs> oh, that'll be nice." And then she come out with stuff like, "Why would they? Uh, why? Why? How do they know about you? Why would they? You're going to? I remember when I told the first time I was going to Scotland the DJ. She's like, "Sure, who knew you in Scotland? You haven't been in Scotland since primary school. <laughs> like that's the way that's the way it works. Like." I don't think they remember. I don't. I don't think they remember me from my P seven trip. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can see that. That I can see that if you like. But there must be a bit of pride there too when you see like you're out and about, or like when when your family's out and about and they see the tops. They're like Jesus, you know, because a lot of people right. know. Like people don't realize like the vast amount of people that's wearing and wrapping your gear, and then when you see mm-hmm. it down around the country, you're like, geez, you know. I would look at it and go, fair fucking yeah. fair play. And even some like you know, family making catch on, they go, Oh, he's busy, I know when they see it like and say if they go to Galway for the weekend and see a top and they're like, Jesus Christ, wait a tell you, there's fucking it's or over in uni and like I seen a few ones in Liverpool when we were where did I who did I see that? I seen someone's Snapchat or someone's maybe Colin McGeary's Instagram. 
Conliffe. Uh, uh, yeah. there was well, Conliffe had the, the gear, but there was someone else that was there with him had it. And I'm like, there's Liverpool now. There's people in Liverpool seeing this. And I'm the sort of mm. boy, if I see a brand that I don't know, I'll take a wee mental note or write it down in my notes and I'll go looking at it because I'm always looking for brands that aren't mm-hmm. in the shops. Like, always, like, I'm, I'm big into my fashion, but I'm also big into the fashion that isn't in every shop in the world. Aye. Yep. Or, or like, the lo- I, lo- I love when local boys do stuff or local people do stuff or Irish brands do stuff. Like a, a Jim and Coffee would be another one I I like. No, yeah, they're good, brilliant. They're they're f- like I would see you're you you're you're you and them are a lot similar in a way. Where now they're probably they're they're going a fucking long long time now, but yeah. I could see the kind of the crossover appeal. The same sort of people are wearing the same sort of stuff, which yeah. is I think they're a real cool brand. Um, ah, oh, they're brilliant. Yeah, and that's like even for me. It's very hard for me to push move without treading on, on people's toes. Like, and I, like, I would, like, I would hate to think that I would be, like, you know, imitating them or whatever. Like, I don't want to go down that route. But yeah. it's like they're 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 what they're doing is very very good. Like, really, they've marketed it well. They're, they've kind of got the same as you said, Mickey. They've kind of got the same uh, contact base to hit. Like that that personnel of people yeah. kind of the same as the people that we're hitting as well so yeah. it's it's very hard to or it's very easy for us to think like you know you know we're not imitating it's not like that like I've no. never looked at their thing and said I want to do this what they're doing or whatever it's just the way it's we are marketing it to people it's the same people and to be fair they're more majority in the south um, yeah. which is way we hope to really well we are down there at the minute but we really hope to hit them in there and in the UK overseas as you said as well yeah. so, the other I see Owen Cadigan rapping the stuff, um, and he like, it's, it's uh like the marketplace is big enough for everybody. That's the thing. Like you uh, said there about stepping on toes, like the mark, like there's low, like <clears throat> like you know, like I, recently I've started I do the marketing all for Healthy Cave, um, mm-hmm. the like the meal prep in Northern Ireland is so fucking busy now. Like it's Jesus, there's brands everywhere. And mm-hmm. some of them brands have sent me food before. Other brands. And I know here, I have no qualms in saying they were nice. No. But Pin Quinn there sent me, shout out to Ryan, sent me a meal, a couple of meals, and they were lovely. Like, they were here, hand on heart, they were decent meals. Can't say anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I'm doing the marketing for Healthy Cave, boys were like, oh, but you try the rest of them. And I was like, I oh, fuck here. I tried Rubens, tried them all. Um, mm-hmm. But there's business for everyone. No, there's there's yeah. not as if like you're taking I'm taking out of Ryan's pocket, Ryan's taking out of my pocket, we're yeah. taking out of X pocket. They're just the mullies, you know. If there's one company they couldn't keep up with the demand, and yeah. to be honest, if there's ten companies, they probably don't keep. Everybody's a wee bit different now. With healthy cave, we're we do gem pop, yeah, gem pop's a big part of our thing. But we're we're like we're the nutritional partners for dairy GA. We're about to add another county to that. We're about to add two or three more clubs to that. Um, mm-hmm. we're talking. You're talking the the fittest girl in Ireland uses the meals from time to time. Um, we're looking at CrossFit people that's going to the CrossFit Games from the UK to be their nutritional mm-hmm. partner. That's what we're looking at. We're not. You no, know, we we don't really push retail that much. But that's that's where we're different than some of the other boys. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but and and again, if you're from the outside, you're looking at it going, oh, they're all they're all the same, but they're. No, everybody's a wee bit different. No, yeah. and that's the same as you and and Jim and Coffee and and if it's if some of them sports brands go down that route of going fashion kind of fashion sport, 
know, everybody's going to have their own own unique twist on it. You know, yeah. Jim and Coffee would always be to me. They cry out like South Dublin. You know the mm-hmm. the the fucking rugby boys. You know the 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 guys. The guys down for the coffees and that <laughs> that's what always Jim and Coffee to me was. But now you see, right enough saying that there, I don't see Jim and Coffee much in the north. I but I guess I'm saying like that's how probably successful they've been yeah. um in the, in the south and like we've kind of took the north part of it like yeah. it's like I'm not just saying oh geez we're as big as them that's not what I'm saying but I'm saying like see even for what you were saying about the healthy healthy cave like like you see like I have no problem with people starting up business like even like replica business also when yeah. you see people starting up like they might create an Instagram page saying coming soon and uh, yeah, you know, yeah 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 like. like the wee lads, maybe in seventh year, first year of college, thinking, oh, geez, this is class. Like, stuff and such is doing this. There's easy money here. I will hold my hands up and I will say, fair play to you. See if you're still going after six months. I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's David in the food prep industry. If you're still going after six months and you see how much time and effort it takes to do that and pay pay fees that you don't even know exist. Oh, no. Customs, duty, what? Yes. That, like, I mean, it is mental. Like, I, and you know what? And this is honest to it. See if I had a new the access costs of setting up a business. Yeah, uh, was actually designing that first jumper. I probably wouldn't have liked it to be honest. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have liked it. It's it's a, it's a big hassle. And it's the same as the food prep companies. If they're still going after six months, uh, fair play, fair play. They, they've figured it out. But I think a lot of people jump in, and especially as you even said, meat prep companies. Like you sent me stuff down last week, class stuff, and that is probably why people will stick to that sort of brand. If they, as I said to you, and you said earlier on as well, people aren't stupid. Like, people will know. They're authentic. People out there will, they can separate bullshit from Uh, real stuff. And if if you're trying to sell something to someone or push it on their their face or whatever and say, right, wear this or eat this, they're not going to do it if they really don't like it. Like, and I think that's, uh, as you go back to say about quality, like healthy caves obviously have that as a niche now is quality good food and I'm we're trying to do that over here you will gain a lot more down the line from putting a wee bit more time and effort into actually quality stuff than just like firing it out and saying right where's the money at where's the money? get me get me to Dubai to be an influencer that's what people like I think literally I think that's what people want to do like just, oh yeah they make as much money and do as little as possible so I could just have like, a brilliant life yeah and, Call. Well, like Tony, Tony would get that. Like boys think, like people would think Tony's fucking about out in Dubai. And <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> I pro- like, oh, you're digging him out. You're digging him out. We're gonna dig him out now. I'm gonna dig him out now. Um, like I, I probably add a lot of fuel to the fire on Tony because I fucking like throw out like we nip like that he's just out there for the sun and the budgie smugglers. No, and the, I know. the cold water fair baby was getting too much in Newcastle, so he went to Dubai, but. The thing about Tony's business is Tony could literally do his business from the toilet. Exactly. Because exactly. all he needs is a laptop. And he's mm-hmm. got, like, he's big, as you said, like he's big into, he's created ways that his business works. He's got it streamlined. Because um, Tony would tell you, like, he's, like, he's not, like, his work ethic's good, but he's not, like, he's, he's not, he's a lazy enough fella. So he's got everything streamlined that he can work at such a high rate that would mm-hmm. cripple other people. But he's yeah. got all them protocols in place that he can run his business from Thailand with the shittest internet in the world. Yes. But that's because that's the way his business is online. Tony doesn't train people in person. Um, no. People would, exactly. look, people would look at, oh, he's out in Dubai for this reason. But he's out in Dubai simply because of the gyms. 
that is it. He's that big exactly, of a exactly. meathead. Why, why would he not go out? Oh, like, I, would you... like, I know people, influencers now, I know that uh, they were on this morning with Holly and Phil or whatever, like, and they got huge, huge backlash. Uh, There's a big difference between an influencer and people who just want to, like, if yes. I had the money and I could manage move yeah. from over there or America, I would do it. Like, I probably would do it. Like, I know I play football and that's probably the reason why I don't travel as much as I like, but... Like, why would you not? Like, Tony isn't tied down anything. Like, and I know influencers get a lot of stick, yeah. a huge amount of stick. Um, but, like, as long as, it, like, I think, as I said, people aren't stupid. If you're in your face and acting real fake, uh, like, I have no time for that. If I see anybody on social media who I just know, like, that's not you, unfollow. And that's all you have to do. Oh, yeah. But yeah. See, even so, see social media, like, social media is mental. Like, I yeah. don't even want to have my face near move. Like, I... Yeah. People would say to me, you know, why do you not like put up with your story and all and like show people what you're doing and like how you, you know your day-to-day business? I was like, I don't really want to do that. Like I don't really want to have my face. And that's not just because I don't want to get backlash on social yeah. media, but I just want to keep myself to myself. I, I don't yeah. want to have myself in the limelight. And if you do, fair play. But like I think there's a lot of unnecessary hate on people who who put their yeah put themselves out there. And like I know it's a real cliche, but people say like, oh, they're just humans at the end of the day. They are like they're, they're the same yeah. as me and you, Mick. They're you know, a bad comment to me and you is the exact same as a bad comment to them and vice versa. But like, like I, on social media, like I, I'm the biggest messer. Like, see Twitter. Anybody oh. <laughs> that follows me on Twitter is, number one, if you hate me on Twitter, you probably don't know me because anything I say is just completely tongue in cheek. Like, I uh, live for sarcasm and just taking the piss. Uh, I'm the same on Twitter. See, see Getting under United people, see United, see United, see United this season this year. I I think it's hilarious. Like I yeah. will live for a bad result for United. Yeah. Because yeah. the backlash that I can give, simply because see Liverpool slip up, and now that the season that Liverpool have having, the like, when they slip up, every single United fan under rocks everywhere is coming yeah. out and said, "Oh, geez, zero, you are shite, all this." I love it. Like I, it's a complete piss take for me. I try not to take social media too serious. No. Oh. I think when you do, see when you do, yeah. people will will see that and hate. The, like that's the only reason I, I do feel sorry for people who do get hate on social media, like because it's very easy to sit behind, sit behind the screen, sorry, yeah, and just post post anything. Like it's just it's it's metal these days. That's why I try to keep myself. And people up. people are getting yeah, ballsy on social media by they're giving a lot of hate. And they're not even doing it behind behind fake fucking accounts anymore. They're doing it straight mm. up, like email, like like you, anybody that doesn't know this weekend kind of kicked off with uh, a guy went to LA to shoot a Netflix show, and uh, like it or love it, like it or hate it, even you know he he got everybody talking. We'll give him that, but people are like emailing them under their own accounts and fucking getting it going. How did you get in LA? He's replied, Netflix film crew got me in or whatever. And he's like, that's not how it works. And you're just like, why? You know, like my, if you went in, my WhatsApp was bouncing up. Like people going, did you see this? Did you see that? And we, we talked about it loosely. Like everybody was on the edge of their seat. You no, know, where's he landing? When's he landing? Is there no Wi-Fi on the plane? You know, is that a Rolls Royce? Is he on the freeway in LA? Yeah, people like you can't get away with anything on the internet now. Like people nah. literally done so much deep dive and digging, found that video on fucking YouTube. Like, I don't know how that man found that video. Did he write in L.A. freeway footage and went back yeah. to ten years ago? Got the video, 
it's like people went like and then that wee girl Shannon who did the thread on Twitter, who went yeah. down the whole thing and had fucking like uh like a graph of planes taken off from Shannon Airport. And you're just like, what the fucking But like I would look at that, and this is from my point of view. If say if it was you, you done this, right? You were going away mm-hmm. and doing the you you were going over to Jordan, say. You you were going over to okay. Michael Jordan, you were filming. And <laughs> you got caught out. I would say, right, I'm losing trust in you and trust in your brand. Right. Mm-hmm. But right, right now, because you're you don't really live up to the brand, so people probably wouldn't even know it was you anyway. But say yeah, if you yeah. were in the face like the guy, it's only me, it's only me, it's only me. Mm-hmm. I would lose trust in that. Now, the marketing people say uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity, but if you're in the business of trust, there is yeah. a fucking you know. Would you take? Are you going to take financial advice from a guy that just fucking pretended to be on a plane? Or I know, I know. what would you? Would you? You know, would you, would you? You might buy a jumper off him. Would you buy food off him? Probably not. You're going to go right. What the fuck's going on here? Mm-hmm. A strange. I don't know. It's a strange one. It's. I fair played him for doubling down. You know, when you get caught out, you get caught out and you go, you know what? Yous are wrong. I'm right. Yous are wrong. Fuck yous. Marketing genius. I know. I know, but that's, like, that's what I mean. And you know what? I think I even when me and you, as you said, talk loosely about it. It's even you don't take it serious. Yeah. A lot of things become enjoyable. Like, like as you said, people are opening up emails and saying, like, go on and check. I've seen some tweets with people like, oh, there's no way he could fly to LA on a private jet or whatever. Like, there's so many mails. Like, he's going to run out of fuel after so many mails. I'm like, what do you know? Like, they're going actually Google, Google so that. Mails. There's a private jet. Take. Like, you know. Five, five and, Phillips and, or something. I like, take it, just take it in tongue and cheek. Like, to be fair, the way it worked out, I just thought it was hilarious. And see, the more you get invested in it, like, I know the girls, I know, but no, Sean Quinn who done it. Like, yeah. And like, I think it was that big of a. It was that big of like a huge crack over the weekend. Yeah. Like people went from absolute fume, like oh my god, you can't do this. Like you shouldn't yeah. do this. He's definitely not doing this. He's doing that. Till absolutely laughing about it. like the most oh, memes about it now. It's, it's just it's hilarious. And whether like that's called a spade a spade. He didn't go like like whether <laughs> he did or not. You know whether he did or not. Who really cares? Like, Aye. What I would say is, the more you get invested in things, and the more annoyed you get over things, you just lose crack on things. Like, just take it as a bit of crack. Uh, like, who really cares if you did or not? You're going to wake up Monday morning, and are you really going to think of this fella and say, right, what's he doing now? Like, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, just get on with your life and take it as it comes. Like, that's what yeah, he definitely like he was the best entertain. He's probably the best entertainment of the year so far. Like, he's dead. Oh, no. and I think people need no in a bad in a way to spin it. People kind of needed that, you know. Yeah, it's been a this lockdown's been shitty for a lot of people, and Andy, like it or lump it, united a lot of people at the weekend. There, he brought <laughs> he brought a he brought a happiness to people, and you know, people were laughing, people were joking, you know. But everybody stayed up late on Friday to see where mm-hmm. where he was landing, what was happening. Um, and you know what? One thing I will give him, he seemed to enjoy it. Fuck, he was oh, the happy right. man this morning. Lambo's coming. Deposit paid in the Lambo. And <laughs> like, is that a he, he, fair play to me? Doesn't give a fuck. The man, yeah. the man has a he, he seems to be bulletproof from from hate. Yeah. You know, exactly. That's what I was going to say. That man's hate messages. Well, I just talked about hate there five minutes ago. That man's hate messages must, like, must be rocking. Uh, every time I look at him, I just thinking, right, this next story he's going to put up maybe 
might be a wee bit doom and gloom. Uh, might just say Paulus Hornsen. He just no. next level. He doesn't doubles down. Much. Doubles down. That's I admire him for that. Like he doubles down on everything he does. He backs himself to the hilt, which is a fucking huge thing. Um, but yeah, it's it, it was just a strange one that I don't know. It's fuck. I just keep thinking of it from a point of view of um, the trust. Is people mm. is people gonna lose the trust in him for that? There, you know. But then, is the meat the meals might be the 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 fucking van to get him or the car to get him on his journey? Like, there's no doubt. He doesn't want to be... The meals aren't going to be a thing forever. Andy yeah. wants to... Andy probably wants to be a motivational person. Andy wants to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. And he can't already is. So maybe <laughs> maybe the meals are just the, the way to get him to the point where he can be that guy in Dubai or America or wherever the fuck he wants to be. God knows. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's what maybe that's what he's using. Though, sell the company. I'm sure, like, fuck, I'm sure the company's worth a few pounds now. Sell the company. Oh, he's got a family and all about, so he probably can't go too far. But it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Now, everybody's going to be watching him for the next few days. No, is he going to quarantine? Why are you not quarantined? Were you in LA, kid? <laughs> you seen... actually a... I actually wish he wasn't caught it, you know, because there would have been a stage where... Waiting you know, for the fill I highly, I highly doubt Netflix is on to him. But maybe I'll hold my hands up. If Andy's listening, I'll hold my hands up and say, right, if he was first lady, but... If he wasn't caught out, there was going to have to be a stage where people knew that he wasn't, he wasn't going to be in Netflix. Like, and how do you get out of that? Well, the London you know, the London one's still coming soon from last year, pre-lockdown, remember? When he was, never at, knew that. He was the Ritz signing fucking contracts. <laughs> Boys are still waiting on that one. <laughs> but it's, I think, you, think, you think the Michael Jordan documentary was big last night? Oh, well, fucking... Oh, class! Hey, I'll tell you what, Maggie. He'll be next to my icon range. I'll tell you that. Oh, that'll be good. What color? The color scheme be hard, but it will be. It will be hard. I think I'll. What would I go for? I wonder will he be in the gym tomorrow? If if he's in the gym tomorrow morning at five a.m., I don't care what he's done over the weekend. That Saman's got drive because he know, he exactly. looked like he looked like a tired cub there a couple of days. <laughs> He fucking looked tired, and if he's in the gym tomorrow morning at five a.m., I will hold my hands up and go. You know what? I'll buy one of your meals, Andy. I don't give a fuck. I'll support you because he looked tired, and he was going home to sleep. I love it when he posted going home to get a sleep, and he bought a coffee. You're just uh, what the fuck are you doing? Like I know from touring the country, touring managing Sunset Bros. See when I used to drop them two lads off the airport in Dublin. And we have just been on a 20-day tour of Ireland. I'm not drinking coffee. I will fucking <laughs> half-sleep driving home just to make sure I sleep that morning. I'm not yeah. baiting coffee into my... I might take something like with small caffeine like Lucas did, but I'm definitely not baiting a cost into my... <laughs> But then again, Andy Malone, my caffeine might even work. He just is immune to, immune to hate and immune to caffeine. <laughs> but fair, you know what? Fair folks. I don't as I said, see just don't get if you don't get too invested in things, yeah. take things serious. You, you can see a lot of things in life and it's just about a crack and you know what your life is a lot better and you're better for it. Like if you take yeah. things a lot serious, as you said, you know. Yeah. But you know what the best thing is? Like I was chatting about it last night. Before Friday Netflix didn't know who Andy Malone is. But they <laughs> have to know who he is now. <laughs> Because them two words, Netflix Andy Malone, has been intertwined on hundreds of tweets. 
<laughs> There's boys in England. I seen boys tweeting in England. Who's this Andy Malone person? And should I know him? <laughs> and these are the same boys that are like fucking roadmen and fucking commenting on fucking storms and shit. They're like, who is this? Because he was like the the publicity he got is is brilliant, brilliant for his personal brand. Mm-hmm. But just uh, you, you personal would, brand. That's, that's a big. Uh, what you said there is personal brand. I think is big. Like, yeah, but. You just, well, hopefully he hasn't got any fucking business partners in the meetings because they're bound to be going, for fuck's sake, aren't they? Even social media, they seem to be even covering their communications or whatever their social media. Like, I would love to have seen how much flack that social media person would have taken. That's the social media person I, I, is Andy. It, so, uh, like, uh, the social media team is Andy 100% because he makes the same spell mistakes quite regular and that's where I can see from working in social media for years I can always tell if it's male or female writing stuff and mm-hmm. if it's the same person writing I look because I'm just a fucking geek like that and I can look at somebody's social media platform and go that's that's a new person posting these pictures and they'll be like why and I was like this is a guy and that's a girl because they're coming from a mm-hmm. different point and it's, it's Andy writing the replies because um, he's got that, I'll be nice. I can hold it together on the hit to be nice, but I'm going to be very abrupt at the end. <laughs> Thank you, social media team. It's, it's like, Andy's got a visa from Netflix film crew. Thank you, social media team. And you're just like, that's, uh, he, he held it together for them three lines. But you know what? I feel he was looking for a digital marketing manager last week or two weeks ago. And I'm thinking that. I know. I was thinking that man who whoever's applied for that job must be going fuck me. Hey, <laughs> there'll be some cleaning up to do in them emails. I so you get on the healthy cave and just say, look, Andy Malone's look at me. It's like <laughs> it's like Barcelona. It's like Barcelona looking at me, a player from fucking United or something. Uh, you have to fight, fight them off. Barcelona being Andy Malone. I know. I know. Tomorrow, when I see the if we have a turn up in, in orders, if people have jumped ship, I don't see the other thing is you never know how busy. Uh, the meals are busy and in the meal places are you're just as busy as, as people say and you know fucking like we all bullshit like everybody bullshits each other <clears throat> but it'd be good to see you know fair play to him fuck he's here he's had his fun and he's got like if we're talking about him now fucking exactly we're talking about the last uh, minutes there. I, think, I think that's, that's what, like you know I know we might think that's what he wanted but I don't think he planned for it to turn out this way but no. it'll actually it'll be funny or it'll be interesting to see over the next few weeks tomorrow's so, tomorrow's going to be an, an interesting day for him Oh, I know. It'll it'll definitely. If he's not like he's, you reckon he's jet lagged? Like I'll be very interested to see if he has to self isolate now. So I suppose people reckon he was in the Imperial Hotel in Dundalk. Well, that's I don't know. <laughs> Fair folks though, but uh, Sean, it was great having you on. Um, where uh the boys? Where can people if people want to find you? Where's the best place? Uh, here's the thing. We're we're trying to we'll get uh, a new girl Abigail on obviously to cover uh, she's going to come in now as the as a new employee you know hopefully now in the next few weeks um, she will hopefully try and push the thing on but trying to just literally tie up every loose end yeah. in terms of you know website updating it and stuff like that but I just type in move you know type yeah. in move on Instagram or Facebook or we are move online we are move dot ie yeah, that IE. Um, we okay, are. Look, as I said, see, see even now, anybody yeah. who's listening has ever bought a top. Like literally, thank you. Hey, it's been. I could not, and I know. Cliche, as I said again, you, you, I wouldn't be here, or not to say that. Excuse me. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't have the best job that I could probably have asked for without anybody buying a top, and it's very easy. 
to say thank you over uh, you know, Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is or meeting but like genuinely thank you to anybody who's ever bought a top or even interested in, in brand itself because as I said it takes it takes people to buy these things to grow the brand and people are buying them and the brand is growing and hopefully all of us could really pull this together and as I said just want to thank anybody for, for doing that do you want to um, and also, guys, get in and check out the fucking Royal Blue jumper because it is one of the best things I've seen in a while. And I know it's probably going to go out of stock. You haven't got it, No, I haven't got it. It's, it's, I'm seeing people online with a fucking... and It's, it's mostly gears that I'm seeing. Um, wearing it, and I'm like... You see, I, just, you see, even on that note, people will be like, oh, jeez, like, they bound to post like, loads of gears and on the boys. Gears put up posts. Boys do not oh, put no. up posts. Like, see, yeah. if I was to send someone to a boy, like, they'd be like, and it's just boys. That's the way it is. Uh, like, I, I, I'm a lad. You're a lad. We all know it's very hard. Like even if your dad or your mom is in another room and you're posing for a picture, they're probably thinking, "What is that dickhead?" Uh, what's he at? Think... It's very hard for us to get a picture of a boy, whereas for a girl. So just to clear that up, like we we do try and post fifty fifty, but it's just very unless, unless so, you're yeah, Connor Mailer, of course. And ha- oh hi, if you're Mailer, loves the camera, loves it. He loves it. So if you are a lad and you have a top, take a picture and send it to us. I uh, take a picture. Just do what I do and take a picture in the gym with good lighting. Ah, uh, that works. Always works. <laughs> it always works. But here's Shawnee. Cheers for having you on. And as always, guys, keep supporting the podcast. Keep rating it. We got one extra rating last week from Ben. You just need to fucking keep rating the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And keep sharing Spotify on your Instagram stories. And we'll see you again next week. And take a look out for our Tony's laptop. I if anybody's in Dubai, take a look for Tony's laptop. But it's probably not even stolen. He just he just had no content that day. He might be bound to be known. He might not even be in Dubai. Maybe. Well, that's the truth. And you know, I seen that. It looked a wee bit like the beach down in Newcastle all day. I don't know where they got the camel out of. But they he, fuck. It's Tony McAlevey. Tony McAlevey wants to find a camel. He'll find a camel. <laughs> Later.